ice cream, bring that ice, boy. Walking know that side, yeah. They can't tell me why. Word, I don't even need no lies. Hey, got my own little spy. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the ETO podcast. You're listening to your boy Faze Styles. And it's your and boy Concept ep- on the check-in, nigga. Oh, shit. And this is episode 32. Let's get it. Oh, baby. Bitch, man, yo, it's the first week of 2021. Swish it up. Faze brought in the introduction to the podcast, nigga. Yes, we live sir. right here. My wife hooked hooked me up real nice. Got a new backdrop. I'm on me. It's all good, man. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, see, that, that look like money in the back. That look like oh, money yeah. in the Cha-ching, back. Motherfucker. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? And a little bit of coronavirus. Yes, sir. That's, that's, <laughs> That shit fucking up the whole podcast game, yo. But yo, <laughs> coming soon, FaZe and myself, we will be in the same room. About to switch yes, it up sir. on y'all niggas for real. But you already know what time it is. Here we go again. Brought to you by unpaid sponsor. But you know what? I fuck with them so much. We got Monday Night Brewing in the bitch. This is Dr. Robot, nigga. This is hey. a, a blackberry lemon sour. If I can get the camera to look at it. There you go, Dr. Robot. Uh, in the store near you, motherfucker. Now yes. me, go ahead, go get you some. This shit is good, man. The store near you in Atlanta, right? I don't think they sell that in. I don't room. know, but for my for all my niggas up there in New York, if you want some, holla at me. You already know how to get in contact with me. Yes, I'll, I'll ship some shit up there. That's all. You know what I mean? Shit is good, man. You know what I miss? I miss because that was getting good. Monday night uh, brew. You know, of course, is a brewery, but they had every Monday they had like a little game. A game night and it was like uh black run you know uh everybody that was in there they had black businesses in there right they were, you know they were selling um you know uh shirts uh you know different hair and you know different stuff that black people sell um so that was cool because uh me and my wife used to go we used to support we used to buy stuff from these people and um, can't do that no more nigga that's no nah, i know that baby. sucks that's before you had the baby Oh, 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 that's true. Damn, nigga. <laughs> that's true. He's starting uh, off early, y'all. This nigga Faze <laughs> starting off early. Hold on, let me brighten up this shit real quick, man. Faze <laughs> is starting off early, uh, man. But I miss that, I but I still game. I still take a day. I still take a day, or sometimes on Sundays I take a drive. So that, that wouldn't be a problem. Like one day of the week you go out, that's not that's not a problem. Nah, ain't no problem, man. I'm actually, yo, for all y'all who are subscribed to It's Your Boy TV, I have been vlogging, yo. Got two vlogs up there already. So oh, my plan shit. now is, uh, you know, one day out of the week, get out the house, do something spontaneous, pause, no sexual shit. I'm talking about do something, you know, out of out of my, my, my norm, out of the ordinary, you know what I'm saying? And vlog that whole day. So I'm thinking about this weekend, Thinking about riding down to my parents' house, grabbing my old bike, switching out the tires on that mug, and start. I'm gonna start uh, bike vlogging around the city. It's gonna be pretty interesting. This nigga is gonna be looking like uh, that cranberry juice man. And here I come. And... Yeah, what's that song? I don't know. Oh, the fuck. oh! <laughs> hey, yeah, talk about. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you're talking about, man. I think they call it like Fleetwood or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm Ryan the skateboard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hey. That's dope, though. Right. What about the nigga with the iced tea who smacked the shit out that white boy with the iced tea? You saw that shit? (laughs) 
Yo, I saw a meme. Uh, I saw a meme <laughs> where this father had the IC in his head and he had his kid just sitting there looking at the IC like, all right, nigga, you keep fucking up, but beat your ass with this IC. <laughs> Yo, the internet is crazy. Uh, bro. The internet so is crazy, hell, man. man. But I mean, man, crazy, man. How was your first week back in uh, 2021? Oh, well, I, I didn't have a break from work, so it was just real consistent. The only days I had off was like the day Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and then New Year's Day, right? So I had to work New Year's Eve, so well, New Year Eve, got to stop putting the S on that shit. And um, so, yeah, I was working every single day this, this holiday for the most part. So yeah. it's not really back, but everybody else who was gone, like I had people at my job that had a two, two-week PTO and I'm just like y'all niggas be blowing PTO like on stupid shit you know what I mean like that's like niggas uh, who take time off to play video games and they it doesn't add up I know add some oh uh, well that's why you're gonna waste it if you just you know if you don't use it so you might as well just but use that's it. what I'm saying like whatever happened to people going on family vacations taking a week off of work and going on vacation like spring break um then you know summer vacation after school ends i know coronavirus was going on but um you know i went on i took my family on a, a week vacation down to fort lauderdale you know what i'm saying coronavirus was going on but it's still going on but you know they, everybody these businesses are still have to run so they yep. are doing everything they possibly can to social distance requiring you to wear a mask hitting everybody as they come in the door and as they leave and going to certain places with hand sanitizer. So it's like, you know, you over there using three, four weeks of PTO from Thanksgiving on the way to Christmas. Like, you know, that's just a little bit too much. (laughs) Yeah. And and as a manager, supervisor, you know, people in leadership, when you have people under you, it's actually hard trying to schedule shit when niggas is taking off. It's not like you, I mean, you literally can't tell people they can't take off that's their time but it's just like why does everybody in their mama wait till christmas to do it i don't know it's tough man it's tough know. but as, you know i mean granted it's, that's a busy time you know you know you know Those i, I two went weeks. well during that two weeks actually i went to the uh to the doctors to get a full physical Uh-oh. and um what you got well they told me <laughs> they told me this time that my blood pressure was normal but one time I came in, my blood pressure was high as fuck. Granted, Atlanta traffic will get you there. But they so, asked me what I, what, huh? I said, when, when did you take it? Like in May and during the summer? It'd be hot in Atlanta. That's no, no, no. Blood pressure this, was high. this was before, that time was before um, COVID. But anyways, um, they asked me what, you know, what I do for a living. I told them I was a supervisor at a medical device company, blah, 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 blah. And then and have the amount of people that I manage. And it was like, okay, that's why your blood pressure is high. Dealing with multiple personalities oh, yeah. is not an easy job to do. And then I told them that everybody who works under me is a woman. Then it was like, oh, shit. Then I told them it was a black woman. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the stress, yeah. boy, especially yeah. when they start catfighting. Good God, yo. You know what I mean? Yeah, when, you, when your career is in the... Uh dealing with people that's stressful because that's 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 harder than dealing with the you know with products because products is, is going to work the way it's, it's built but people are just you know it's so different you right know, you know you, 
every solution isn't for everybody. So it's just like, oh. Yeah, but you know, I'm a I'm a people person. A lot of people, a lot of people aren't people persons, and right. they're in management roles, which I I solely believe that if you are not a people person, you do not need to be in a management role. That's it's just no, you you can't do it. You ever had an asshole for a boss? Can't oh. happen. All the time. Uh, Can't happen. Now you now you do need you, you do need to be able to, you know, put your foot down and, right. and, and, and call the right plays. But if you don't know how to communicate with people, what are you doing managing them? You know what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. How I look? Do I look a little dim, a little dark? Oh, I'm not even looking at you, my brother. Okay, it's all good. You, so you, you looking a little clay, you know. A little clay. Mean? Little clay mask on. Little, 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 little amber, little bronze, nigga. Little, bronze. little golden, I mean. Right. Little, little you know why, nigga? Because cause you golden too, nigga. You my son. Let me shine on you real quick, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> man, Anyways, man. Um, our dad's a son. Yeah, That's yeah. That nigga's a high yellow Negro talking about some kid and play shit, nigga. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> shit. I, would, I was over uh, our parents' house uh, the other day, and I, uh, me and my wife and my daughter, and I said to my wife, I said, you see they wedding picture? Talk about my parents. And both of them had jerry curls. <laughs> both of them got jerry curls. So, you know what I'm saying? They was they they got married in the 80s, but they had that drip, drip, drip. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? That that once they That's get off the, the, gone, the couch, gone, nigga, gone. they got a wet stain on the sofa. <laughs> That's so glow, nigga. Yeah, you know that's, I mean? that's why that shit's gone. So glow. It's toxic to the black man's hair. I don't know. Watch. I guarantee you when uh, Coming to America 2 drops, niggas going to try to bring back the, uh, the Jerry Curl because that's just how black people operate. Somebody going to come out with a with a Jerry Curl and try to make that shit popular. But just don't let it be Young Jock because that nigga and his hairstyles cannot take place. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That, that man must have a good grade of hair. I mean, to put all those chemicals in, in, in your hair, your hair and just... And he's older than me, so he's yeah. definitely in his yeah. mid to late 30s. You know what I mean? Right. So... so anyways, man. We, what we you got, got for lot, us, FaZe? What you got man, for us? What man, you got we, for us? We got a lot of good topics. You know, I, I don't even know where to start. I mean... We could... I mean, there's a lot of stuff that well, went down. Start, start with what you want to start with real quick, and then... Okay. We'll just move that way. That, that's a good topic. So this week um, was pretty big for The Bachelor Nation. You know, it, it, uh, a lot of our audience may not watch The Bachelor, but I don't. Uh, the, the reason why it was so big, because this was the first black male um, lead. You know, Is I mean? he black, though? Go ahead. No, but his skin okay. is dark. Okay? Like, it's not dark. It's not he's, dark. He's biracial, he's, but he got he's darker skin than Obama. Complexion, nigga. <laughs> no, he's not. Is he lighter than you? Is he darker than you? He's darker. He's darker. Right. Let, I'm gonna let pull up a picture, family, and then we all be the judge. Go ahead, face. Talk no, no, your no, no. shit. No, no, let me uh, let me pull it up. Uh, yeah, yeah, pull it up. You got it. But yeah, you said you said his mother's what? His mother's white. Okay. And, and you know, and his, and his father's black. His father's I'm assuming. Black. Okay. Is he like a dark skinned black man, or is he a biracial dark. himself on some on some Drake shit? Nah, he's darker than Drake. Ah, uh, dang. Why why can't I share? Uh. Because you're you're already sharing your computer sound, so take off your so stop sharing and then share again. Let me try it again. Yeah, but, man, uh, it's, it's pretty. Uh, I, I I saw something pop up today about the Bachelor, but I'm I'm gonna let you go ahead, get in your bag, and then I'm, I'm gonna give you my opinion of what I saw. 
Uh, I don't want to play that video because fuck Jessica Wu. That's the only promotion you're getting on this channel. So I'm not I'm not pinning this shit up here. I, th I think you have to let you have to grant access uh, for me to share my screen. Really? So how were you sharing yeah. it to begin with? Okay. I was sharing my sound. Okay. There you go. Anyways, yo, as we wait, do not forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button again. Comment down below. Hit that bell notification because YouTube does uh, shadow ban niggas. And what a shadow ban is, is that basically when we upload videos, you do not get notifications. You do not know that we did anything unless you go and search for us or you see mm -hmm. one of our posts on Instagram at the ETO podcast, or if you see my shit or, or phases shit on our personal pages. So uh, make sure you hit that bell notification. And, and if you have already hit that bell notification, uh, hit it again, unsubscribe, and then subscribe again just to make sure that YouTube is sending you our shit. But shout out to everybody. I don't know if you, if you saw the uh, the the um, the traffic from last episode, but man. Went crazy. We back in the 100 club, buddy. So so the funny thing is the Mac. I'm on a Mac right now, right? Uh-huh. The share screen button is is totally off. I, I don't know. Maybe it's, it's different options, but it's fine. Uh, you want me to send you the link? Yeah, send me the link in the chat room. I got it. All right. So yeah, man. But so as we wait, I'll just tell you what the bachelor, what what I saw from the bachelor. So he was talking about um he was nervous to say it because it sounds bad and it does sound bad. It sounds very bad. But basically he was saying um, he's not here for black women. He likes uh, what he likes. Well, and he and then he also said that that his mother is Caucasian. Yeah. And then in my head, I'm like, well, if his mom's is Caucasian, it's only right, right for him to find Caucasian women attractive simply because you do fall in love with nine times out of 10, a woman who resembles, meaning it doesn't have yeah. to be physically, but resembles yeah. your mother. If you have a loving relationship with your mother. Well, he, he didn't say he's not here for black women, but he said he doesn't want to feel pressured to pick a certain woman at the end um, because he, you know, because he's the first re black bachelor. Right. Exactly. Right. And re he's going to have a lot of flag like down. Yeah. And then, but he also, yeah, he feels pressure, which makes sense. He would feel pressure. The black community want to see a black man with, but yet again, he's biracial, but he's black, you know, because of his skin. Um, same thing with Obama. He's black because once you have African, that dominates white. But, right. Uh, oh, well, hold on. Let me do a, let me do a roll. No, 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 no. Roll up to, roll up to the bachelor. This is a bachelor. He's a black man. He looked black. All right. Matt right? James, the bachelor. Yeah, he's, he's black. He's like, black. He's dark as skin. You know, he's what like mean? my nigga Sully. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, he, you know, he can get a little Caribbean. That's what he looked like. He, but he's biracial. He's white, clean you know, cut dude. Black on his Kevin Samuel shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, very clean cut. All right, clean cut dude. Okay, so so what we got here? Let's let's check out the cast members since Phase want to talk about the bathroom. Oh shit, what I do? I think the cast was pretty uh, diverse. He is a diverse. Okay, well, woman. I'll be the judge. So I got a black woman by, by the name of Alicia, black woman named Chelsea, a black woman named Bree, black woman named Kayla, 
Oh, she's from North Carolina. Oh, you know, she got that good. Um, Duh. you got Lauren, oh, Kristen, Mag- Maggie. Oh, you know what Maggie reminds me of? You remember Lynn from Girlfriends? You remember Lynn? Yeah, from yeah, Girlfriend? yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, oh, uh, and then you got Imani. You got Imani no, Van, over Van here. Too. Lathan. Van Lathan was talking about Maggie saying that she's set after this show because there's gonna be a lot of niggas. Well, in let's let's check out. She's a pharmacist, she's already set. She's an Ethiopian. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest. She's not my type. I'll be honest with you. Ethiopian women are gorgeous. But (laughs) I've seen way finer Ethiopians here in Atlanta than her. She's not a top tier Ethiopian woman. No disrespect. She's pretty. But I've seen prettier Ethiopian women that are drop dead gorgeous. Very pretty. You know what I mean? And then so let, let, let's let's get back to too. let's get back to the diversity tip real anyway. quick because I don't want to keep on uh screen sharing this. So let's go to the Hispanics. Mark didn't hear that. <laughs> Say that again. I didn't hear that. I didn't. I said they loved your boy because they think I'm Ethiopian too. Oh my god. Oh well, <laughs> well we got two more black girls. We got Sydney. Sydney, yep. Yeah, it's a very diverse group. Well, like see, see, I'm I'm gonna do this. So we're gonna say black. Look, look at Maria. Maria. Maria, where's she at? Marie, whatever to the right. To the right of who? Next to the Ethiopian chick. Now Marie's not black. No, no, no. But she's yeah, she's Puerto Rican. No, that, that, well, yeah, that's what I was going. I was about to get on. So you got Sydney, and that's it. So let's go with the biracials, right? Or or the Latinos and the biracials. I'm a, I'm gonna group them together. And uh, I guess Maggie, Maggie, she's black because she's from Africa, right? right? In that sense, she's East African. Uh, you got Piper, Serena. Brie, Brie up top is uh, biracial as well. Really? Kimberly? Imani? Yeah. Imani might be black, man. Callie? You know, well, yeah, she, she might, might be black. I, I'll, I'll give it that. She's just light-skinned. We got Kalia or Callie or however you pronounce it. I think she's it. white, actually. This girl right here? From, from what I saw. On okay. Um, then we got... Uh, Brie at the top. Cassandra? Yeah, Bree. Yeah, Bree. Uh, Bree's Bree's definitely biracial. So I take that yeah, back. Yeah. Bree's definitely biracial, but she's part of what I'm talking about now. And then you got your one Asian, or yeah, will she be Asian? Just send you. Maybe she's she's Mexican. She gotta be Mexican or some shit like that. Yeah, down below is an Asian too. And Mar and Mari, she's she's some type of Hispanic too. You said down below Asian. Oh, yeah. they got an Asian. So Serena, and then the rest are white. So yeah, it's a very diverse. Uh, Cast compared good to thing. the other bachelor. other ones, the other ones would yeah. just be like strictly white women. White, it would be a lot of blondes. You know, of course, they got to have you a group of blondes. Right, 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 right. But but what you're saying is, you believe my man's gonna uh, pick a white woman because his mom's with, white. Well, with yeah, with 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 him saying that, and it, it it does make sense. Like right, like I would feel like I'm disrespecting my mom's if. I don't at least have two two black women in the top the top three. I think that they're gonna do <laughs> it just simply because of the racial climate. They're gonna have one, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he's interested in them. They're just there sure. for the affirmative action. You know what he looks like? He looks like that guy in, in college that collects women. And when I, what I mean by that is he, he'll he'll have a whole bunch of women on his team. But he don't know what to do with them. So he'll just, you know, so he'll just collect them, mm-hmm. add them to the side, 
and you know so that he's cool but he'd be looking at other he's thinking about other women while he's with them like he looks like a oh, collection. Yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, yeah like definitely i, I, I mean like that's what the season without even be. being on the bachelor's brothers do that shit all the time and he's gonna have a lot of homegirls on there right he but, may connect with us some sisters on a friend level you know what i mean it would never cross like any like a romance and uh, from what i've seen and i'm talking about my single friends a lot dating black women is kind of hard now because they're giving you the friend vibes or the sister vibes you know what i mean like you seem more of a sister or a friend to me you think that's than someone ro romantic you think that's what's hard with uh the dating scene with dating black women it, well that's if you if you're used to dating outside your race and you go back to black women i heard that's, that's you think black difficult. women give the homie vibes or or See, I, that's I've what heard, I hear. That's what I I've hear. heard from from uh, what I consider Generation Z, like between, like damn, son. I, I'm sorry, y'all. That's people at work fucking blowing up my phone. Let me turn this off. Uh, what I've heard from men who are in their early to mid twenties, they are saying that it's actually uh, the dating scene when it comes to dating. If they're dating specifically black women, is that black women are looking for what they can get out of them even just talking like are you gonna pay a bill of mine mm. you're gonna pay money in my gas uh in, in my tank so <laughs> so, really so, so i can meet you at the venue so we can go out to eat this is a really <laughs> this is a really good conversation because i mean i never dated outside my race but Me I, either. I, i've never dated I, outside. i've never had sex with a white woman I had friends and I, I, Never. I've been in environments where, you know, they dated outside of the race, right? Um, there is a higher expectation when you date within your race, right? So the, the woman has a higher expectation for you to be a super gentleman if you're black and she's black, right? Right. Compared to someone outside. And the same thing with the dude. The dude is like, oh, all right, sister, you got to give me this, this, that, and the third so that you are eligible to date me while it'd be easy to date outside your race. You know what I'm saying? It, and I, man, I don't know. It's crazy. I, I can see, I can see it's being hard. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? If you, if you were to single hypothetically and you out here in, in this environment where you can date, you, you go to a bar and you see a, a beautiful black woman, how are you going to approach her? Is it going to be the same approach? as you are if you see someone that you like that's out, outside your race? So um, it, that, that's a good question. So to answer that, what what I was saying earlier to my wife, because we were listening to, people are still talking about Kevin Samuels. Like a lot of women are upset <laughs> with what he's saying, right? And what people don't understand is, and I, I think I said this on the podcast before, nigga, you know you ugly. You know what type of woman that you can bag without much effort and then you know what type of woman you can bag with you having to show a little in the sense of you might need to you might need to uh offer to buy her a drink you know what i'm saying you might you might need to uh put some money up depending on you know tr it's, it, it ain't tricking if you got it is the saying you know what i'm saying so if i see a beautiful black woman uh in the bar or at the club it's probably gonna be a lounge it ain't gonna be a club nigga i'm 32. um and then and if she's coming off because conversation is always key with me 
right? We let's have a little conversation. Let me find out if you're a fucking ditzy, which would be a waste of my time. So I'm gonna talk. I'm, I'm gonna approach you. I'm gonna um, uh, try to spark up conversation. If I see you don't got a drink in your hand, I'm gonna ask you what you would like to drink. You know what I'm saying? Be a real gentleman. Um, and that's how I play it. And if I notice that she ain't trying to give me the time of day, I'm a, I'm a skate. But I'll notice that before I even spend money on her buying her a drink. I think I, I think where a lot of niggas fail at is they're already they think offering the drink is to initiate the conversation. It don't work that way. That that's that's a really good um, point. Um, yeah, but but I mean, you said that if I don't look good. You know, it'll be hard to approach a woman who I find attractive, but I don't think, uh, you know, after a certain age, I don't think men are valued by looks. I think they're valued by, you know, other things. Remember when Kevin? Men Kev are Kev Kev yeah. Men are valued by success, opportunity, right. and finances. But if you look like success, then you might have a better chance. But you can so, still be. And this dude. is why it took me a minute to understand this when I was when I was young. When I was in high school in my early 20s, I remember one time I pulled up to the McDonald's by my parents' house. This is when I was in college. And the McDonald's had nothing but black women in there, but they were young girls, right? They was like college, a little bit older than college, so about, about 25. And they were all in the drive-thru and it was like, ooh, what kind of shoes you got on your feet? Because they saw the car that I was driving, right? I was driving in a Honda S2000. They was like, what kind of um, what kind of shoes you got on your feet? And I looked at them, I was like, shoes? But that's them equating how you dress and what you got on you, what kind of apparel are you wearing? Meaning how much, it, it basically lets you know how much money you spent on yourself, which you could possibly spend on them. So so they equate how you look to, to the potential of how successful you might be. You understand what I'm saying? So right. women find that attractive. You can get a fat nigga who dressed nice and clean. He could bag bitches he could never bag if he dressed like a regular fat nigga. That's a fact. Biggie didn't get bitches because he was he was handsome. He got bitches because he was successful or he looked successful, but he was successful. So that's why he got bitches. But even if you look that that fat ass nigga gravy who who played Biggie in the movies gets bitches. Simply because of how successful he is, he's not a top tier actor, but because he was in a movie and people know him, right? He gets pussy. Yeah, I mean, e even uh, even Snoop Dogg's um, you know, crew, they they get pussy by association, right? Because he's associated with money. So the woman's like, oh shit, yeah, yeah, I'll give him, I give him something. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, no, no, that's, that, that, that's that's a fact. You're talking about the niggas, the entourage, <laughs> the entourage with, the, yeah. with the rappers and, and all oh, that. They, they get, they get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Women be giving them play because they they figure, well, since you rolling with him, he got to be giving you some type of opportunity or business opportunity, or he paying you a right. good grip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. You got you got some money. I tell this. I say this. I'm about to say. I tell this all the time. No, no. I say this all the time. Women are judged solely by their physical appearance, their physical attractiveness. Yep. Men are Visual judged by their success, opportunity, and finances. Women are looking for, not all women, I'm just saying, there's a, there's, there's a certain uh, group of women 
who are looking for niggas to take care of them. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if y'all who are listening have took the time out after me and FaZe have done two episodes so far talking about Kevin Samuels. Shout out to Kevin Samuels. Mm-hmm. And um, but if you go and watch his shit, this nigga on his soundboard, he has a PhD button. And it comes from a woman that he recorded it from one of his, his uh episodes phase where he was like, um, he was just talking to her and she was going back and forth with him. And she was like, well, I'm a high value woman. And he said, well, how so? And she was like, well, I got a PhD. And he said, congratulations. What does that got to do with the dating scene? Because women don't understand that men do not give a fuck about wait, your wait. success. Wait, 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 wait. When we're looking for you. Up. Now, that's an added feature. But when we're looking looking for a mate or somebody to talk to and, and, and potentially be in a relationship with, we're not looking for wait, wait, wait. your success. What's up? Let's back it up. So that one was a black woman, right? Yeah, and, she uh, was. And, and a lot of black women, not not, not all, but uh, a lot of black women um, see, you know, their aunt or their mother deal with men who who can't afford shit or struggle and shit like that. So in their eyes, yeah, I, I need someone to be at a certain level, right? What do you think about white woman who has their daddy to support them financially, whatever, right? Do you think they look for love just for love or they look for someone uh, with stability? You, do you think it's, what, what basically what I'm asking, do you think this is solely a black woman thing or just a woman thing? No, no, no. Um, I think with white women, Asian women, Indian women, Middle Eastern women and Hispanic women do are totally different than what pop culture of black culture does when it comes to women. Right. So what you just said is is 100 percent facts. What white women do. Right. They the they equate their father's success and they implement it on the niggas that they give opportunity to date them right mm-hmm. so um black women need to do the same right like my daughter my daughter has me i'm the example of a man to her so when she's old enough to start dating boy are you little niggas in trouble y'all basically have to equate to me or do 10 times better than me right ladies this is how you select your mate you ever heard that uh, uh when when black women or uh, when some, women say black women's fathers ain't shit, so it would, it would be this. That's what I'm. That's what I'm getting great. at. Facts, facts. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> if you ever heard that black women be like niggas ain't shit, and then you'll hear men go back. Well, you don't know how to. Black women don't know how to pick men, which is also facts, right? So what it is is, if your daddy ain't shit, understand he ain't shit. So look for a nigga that ain't like your daddy. But what y'all tend to do is still look for niggas right. that's like your daddy. You're only supposed to look for a nigga that's like your pops when your pops is that uh, 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 extraordinary, uh, 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 overachieving male figure in your life. That's it. That's same same right. with the men. Back right. to the back to the bachelor. If I'm biracial, and I'm I'm a biracial woman. Let's do it like that. If I'm a biracial woman, and my father is a white man but my mother's a black woman it's only right 
as a biracial woman that I have an, uh, 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 a fascination with white men specifically due to the fact that my example of masculinity is a white man who's my father. So that well, to the bachelor, same with his mother. Let, let's go back to uh, the bachelorette, right? You, you, mm -hmm. you said there's there's been a black bachelorette and then there's been a biracial black. Now question, I don't watch the bachelor. So the bachelorette, the black bachelorette, who does right. she wind up selecting? So, some Hispanic dude. Okay. Now the, the, the biracial, um, uh, bachelorette whose dad was black she ended up with a white man mm -hmm. now this guy it seemed like all these all these because okay I, I call it the obama they, they pick a lot of safe black right that you're not going to get the keisha Ooh. the keisha or the comptons you know you're, you're not going to get those type of like y'all get this nigga phase yo phase in his no i'm saying on this podcast i'm saying i'm just real, they're not nigga. they're not gonna get the you know they ain't gonna get the they're gonna get the safe black they're gonna get the obamas right you know his first term obama you know what i'm saying like that's what they're gonna get the safe black the Where safe black tell them niggas <laughs> Total so, niggas. No, so facts. it's it's. I already know he's gonna pick a white woman at the end of this. You know, I mean, and plus he sh I mean, he should. And I mean, then with, with the information white. that I just told you, right? What he said, yes, he's picking. If he's not picking a white woman, he's picking an Asian or Hispanic woman. He is not picking a black woman. If he picks a black woman, I will be fucking surprised. And if he does pick a black woman, it has to be someone with equal background. So it'd be a biracial black woman, or. It'll, right. it'll be black. a safe black woman. Safe black woman, meaning a light skin. Safe, safe black, black woman. woman, wavy hair. You know what I mean? Or hella weave, 24 inches down her back. If, if you put up the um the web browser again, it, Chelsea is definitely not getting picked. She's she's a ball headed. Hold on, let, let's look at Chelsea African real futures. quick, y'all. You said so you said what? Uh Chelsea is a ball, you know, the ball headed black woman. Ball headed black with, woman with with African features. That's sad. Look, 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 you know what? Let's give Chelsea a chance. Let's see what Chelsea has to offer. She's gonna be the friend zone. So Chelsea, I guarantee right here. Chelsea's from Brooklyn, New York. She's a runway model. She's twenty eight years old. Right, y'all. Right. She's not getting picked. Oh, bro. She's not getting picked. Coming to a coffee house near you. I would select Chelsea. That's my type of that's my type of swag right there. In the in the sense of she, ah, listen. Ah, I'm so, not with the short hair. I'm, I'm not with the short hair either, but I'm with the I'm with the glowing, yeah, moisturized, beautiful black skin. Right. I'm with the petiqueness. You know what I mean? She got a great smile, nice teeth. She wears she, might, she might give me the best conversation. Yeah, she might give the best conversation, but the scary thing about that, if I'm not physically attracted to you, you might go straight into the friend zone. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You can give me a good conversation, but if someone gives me an average conversation with a pretty face, you might win. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll tell I don't you. know. I used to have, before before I met my wife, I used to have a female. She can grow her hair out. I used so. to have a female friend before I met my wife, right? Yeah. And me and her was mad cool. Like, like, like cool, like friends, not relationship type shit. And, um... The one thing I know about myself, right? I'm capable of being with what you would consider an average woman. Oh yeah. Based off the premise of her mind. 
I can literally have mind sex with another woman. You know what I'm saying? In, in, in a sense of what she likes to do, what she strives to do, what she's currently doing, how she thinks, what's her, what's her perspective on life, right? Like those things are um, uh, some men find attractive on women. And then you got bitches like uh, Masika from Love and Hip Hop, who a lot of niggas, now if those of y'all who don't know, and it's probably a lot of y'all niggas who don't know, but this is my job. This is why I know all this shit. Masika is Fetty Wap's baby moms. Hmm. Well, one of his baby moms, right? Masika um, is what some niggas would consider uh, attractive. Um, more than attractive. Some niggas might think that, that the bitch is, she's a 10, she's bad. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm pulling up some images real quick so we can, we can judge how she looks solely based off of whatever I'm picking up. All right. I, I hate it when these fucking stupid ass computers do it. So we're going to do it like this. We'll do it like this. And FaZe, you tell me, give me on a, on a scale of one to 10, <laughs> like Kevin Samuel says, you cannot pick seven. What do you rate Masika? So can you see what I'm looking at? This is purely subjective, guys. Right. Uh, oh. She's not a bad looking woman. Not at all. Um... She could be hard on the face now, on the eyes, man. She could. She could. Now, this bitch has been around town. You feel me? She's been around town. So, with that being said, a lot of niggas will find her attractive. A lot of niggas will find her bad. A lot of niggas may not find her attractive, which is 100% fine, too. Um, So, what happened with her is... For 10 years, she, she's had a, a guy that she has considered a friend. Well, uh, in the last four months, I guess she decided that uh, since her love life is not where she thought it would be at the age that she is, mind you, she's a baby mom's. She decided that she was going to date this nigga, her friend of 10 years. Mm-hmm. Four months into the relationship, he proposes to her. And she says, well, what made you think... Um, you know, that you're that you're ready to marry me. And it's only been four months. And he says, well, I knew it 10 years ago when mm. we were just friends. Well, she obviously accepted. But my yeah. question to the podcast and the phase is, do you see anything wrong with being with the cleanup man, the friend zoned for 10 years? To now, 10 years later, you are now engaged to um, use goods. <laughs> you, why, why use good? Because she has a kid? Because she's an she's been ran through by the industry, apparently. Uh, I mean, he, he's been our friend. Um, I, I will be, I'll be more worried to be, be considered a settled guy. I don't, I don't want to be married to someone who feels like they settled. Mm because that might cause issues in, in the future. Um, and and I'm, I'm, I'm always worried about women who they want to get married, right? So like you marry me because you want to get married, but not, not necessarily to me, but you just want the image of being married. Mm. That's scary. That's a scary thing. Most women do though. 
Most women do. Right, they, right, they, right. They want that ceremony. They want to wear that dress. They want to. And, they want to brag about their ring. And those women, you have to make weight because you not gotta, wait. You don't marry them bitches. Well, what I'm saying is, if most women had that idea of being married and the whole white picket fence and all that stuff, we get it. That's that's part of it, right? Mm-hmm. But you got to make them wait to, to for them to realize. All right, I, I'm I choose you, right? Instead of the, niggas, idea, the niggas, idea of you, men hold the power when it comes to marriage. That's true. Right? We say it. Women hold the power when it comes to the marriage lasting. <laughs> you understand? Because women are the majority of people who file for divorce. Right? So check this out, though. So Masika, these, these are her words, not mine. On December 30th, nigga, this is two, six days ago. She said, I met my fiance 10 years ago, curved him for 97% of those 10 years. 97% of those 10 years, she curved him. She's been dating him for four months and he asked me to marry him four days ago. Last night, I asked him, what made you sure after only four months? And that's when he said, uh, you know, I knew for 10 years. She then goes on to say, we never want the ones meant for us. And then somebody, somebody in the comment section said, she pretty much said he was her last resort. That's how I see it. That he was her last resort. Wow. Because she doesn't have a good rep in that industry. Right? See, see what women don't understand is men of certain levels, financial levels, even if they're making $40,000 a year or they're making $100,000 a year or they're making $500,000 a year. Those niggas who are also making $500,000 a year, they all congregate, they all discuss, they all talk, they all show their women off, they all talk bad about the women that they used to deal with. So you can burn your bridges in certain financial spaces due to who you're dating. And if you date too many of them niggas, you become washed. So then you do settle for a lesser nigga, a lesser value you nigga. That, you know what all that told me? That what? told me that the, the sex life is not going to be on the caliber that he's thinking about. Because if you are that settled dude, she's not going to do the stuff that she's she not did gonna... with all them other niggas that she's been trying. She's not going to do half that stuff. Yo, everything that <laughs> you've heard that she has done she, to she is not gonna baby father, no. to, to, to Tristan Thompson or whoever else that she was fucking with, she ain't going to do it with you. Nope. So if you haven't done any of the things that you sexually would love to do as a man with another woman, you you should have got it over with before you got with her because she ain't gonna blow your joint the same way she did it with somebody else. With Fetty Watts, she's not gonna do you like she did. She's she's now getting ready to trend. Because she knows she got you. I I I I, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. She know that you she She got you. I'm sorry. She was a thought, okay? She was a thought, and she did thought things, you know what I mean? And so now that she is a mom, she be, she goes from a thought to a thought-ass mom to now to a fiancé, but she's now transitioning into something else. You know the whole saying, can you turn a hoe into a housewife? Well, the thing is, if she wasn't a hoe with you prior to you being married to her, then you're not transitioning a hoe into a housewife. You're transitioning a bitch, a reformed hoe into a housewife. 
But I, I don't even think it's that. What? I think it's the fact that Fetty Wap, all these men that has status, right? All these different men that have status, and, and she's like, oh shoot, I gotta do stuff to make to make me stand out because I know he can go out and get something else, right? You that settled dude, right? So she don't really have to try hard. So she's not gonna give that same energy to you. Right. Because she knows she don't have to try hard. She's not competing with nobody. You said it. Oh you, yeah, cause cause in, in you, her mind, 10 years. In her mind, you're the baddest bitch that she's ever been with. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's reality is people do act different with different people. And they give this different energy to different people. That's just how it is. Like you, you ever um you ever see somebody break up with a girl and then she you know she gets she gets a glow up because of the breakup whatever and then and then she found out then you found out the next dude that she was with she was doing all types of stuff she never did with you right yep because that was a different nigga <laughs> that nigga probably had more money than you more money or she, or she was so young and dumb that she <laughs> she did shit that she regrets that but that's the that that she'll never do with you now that she regrets it. Or or he gets her what? He gets her way, way wetter than he ever did. Well, the one thing I've <laughs> learned of women in my 32 years on, on, on earth, a lot of women who are who care about sex to that point will not fuck with a nigga who can't smash right. Now you have women who will be with him, stay with a man, be with a man because he does everything else right besides lay the pipe. But eventually, if she's not self-pleasuring um, herself, even if she is, she gets tired of it, and she will cheat on you. Damn. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sex, uh, sex is very important. Sex yeah. is very important to a long-lasting relationship. So yeah. fellas out there who believe that they pipe game is right, I encourage you to holler at your woman and tell her honestly, <laughs> or ask her honestly, how does she like what y'all do? And then you do the same for her. Tell her the honest truth. Be like, yo, you be laying on your back too much. You know what I mean? You don't arch your back <laughs> enough when I be behind it. Like, like be honest. No, seriously, be honest. I think if people have honest conversations with their mate, their relationship gets 10 times better. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so with that being said, since we were getting, I, well, at least I was getting a little bit on the vulgar tip. Duh. Uh, Cardi B. Oh, uh, this, this just happened in the news a couple of days ago. Um, Cardi B was on Instagram Live listening and I guess performing WAP on Instagram Live. And as she's performing, her daughter runs into the room. Cardi turns around and looks at her daughter and goes, oh, no, 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 no. Turn this off, turn this off, turn this off. So the internet broke loose and was like, so you mean to tell me that you are so concerned that you don't want culture, who is Cardi and Offset's daughter, listening to WAP? But you can create a song such as WAP and have our daughters listening to it. Now, the argument people were some people were making was that um, you're, you know, kids aren't supposed to listen to that song, period. 
right? Which I agree with. But what people fail to realize is that the radio has no fucking age requirement. You understand? Mm-hmm. I had to bring out my notes. I wrote a lot of shit down on this one. Oh, um, and so, but I'm, I'm about to ask you for your opinion. But so because the radio does not require uh, an age limit in order to have access to it. And I know this is 2021. People really don't listen to the radio like that. But everybody has access to YouTube. Um, how do you think kids who listen to the clean version of what? How do you think? And, it, and that shit is horrible. Like, it's basically, it shouldn't even be on the radio because you can't hear nothing. Um, how do you think those kids falling to listening to the explicit version of why? Uh, yeah, on the radio. TikTok, nigga. Oh, uh, TikTok. Yeah, TikTok's on TikTok. Now, people can make the argument that parents should uh, monitor what their children are doing. And I agree. But, but see, the thing is, and it, it's always motherfuckers who don't got no kids, right? The one thing people don't realize is I can only protect my child from things that I don't want them to be exposed to when they're with me or around me or around the people that, that, that you know, that fuck with me. But when my child goes to school, your little dirty ass filthy ass ghetto ass roach looking ass child introduces some fucking shit to my child right i don't know what kind of uh parental skills that their parents have but you know what i mean like you know everybody has been to school with a motherfucker who just you just knew their parents didn't give a fuck about them you know what i'm saying so (laughs) you know what i'm saying so like when when you turn on the radio and you hear the radio version of wap as a child, you go, I like that song. If they do, I like that song. Let me go on YouTube. I want to I, I want to watch the music video. Now, how do you feel about that? Watching the music video? About my kids watching the music video? We we see some shit growing up watching the music video. Mm-hmm. Um can I monitor what they what they can see on TV? I mean, look, look at MTV. We were on MTV as a kid and we were looking at some crazy stuff. Uh, I could try my best, you know, eventually it's going to be exposed to my kid, but I, I did my job as to nurture, um, you know, my kid to not see certain things it's too early, but I know that nature is going to come into play and it's going to be some screw up. Nature but... versus nurture. Yep. Right. Right. But right. at least my nurture gives, gives her the basics to understand like, all right, this is for adults. Um, so I'm not going to look into it too much. Or my ear isn't trained to hear certain things. You, you ever watch like movies or like heard mu- music when you were a kid and you, you used to sing it and then and then you look back, you're like, what the hell? Nigga, you I just found that? out, I just found out Tweet. You remember a uh, tweet? tweet? Um There goes my shirt all over my head. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my yo, the song is about oh. masturbation. She's talking about wow. finger popping herself at three o'clock in the morning. That's crazy. But your ear wasn't trained because of nature it versus nature. It wasn't, right? Yeah, it, you're right. It wasn't trained. You're right. But the fact of the matter is there were adults who had no problem with us sitting in front of a television watching 106 in Park 
listening to music like that. That's the problem. It's not the kid listening to the music. It's the kid listening to the music because, and the adults also listen to the music and seeing nothing wrong with it. You understand what I'm saying? Like, look at it this way. All these only fan bitches, they honestly believe that the shit that they do on social media will not be discoverable to their child when their child turns 10 years old. Like my, my wife, she used to get a hair braided by this girl and she just showed me a video today and this girl was twerking in her thong. She's got like five kids and they're all young. And I said to her, I said, so this is what I have a problem with where women think that they can do whatever the fuck they want with no repercussion. Look, you may feel liberated. You may not feel like a whore Man, I feel like a thought. But when your daughter gets a certain age, what you gonna do? Sit down and be like, well, mommy's just doing adult things. Okay, you tell them that mommy's doing adult things. So now when she becomes an adult, she already has the premise in her mind that this is what adult women do. You ever, well, at least I know I have when I was going to school down here in Georgia, when, when we moved down here, I literally went to school with women whose mothers were strippers. And then now, when I graduated high school, guess what they went to go do while they were in college? They started stripping. Yeah, it's normalized, yeah. yeah. Why doesn't anybody see the issue with the degenerate culture in black culture? <laughs> Cardi B is a stripper, dot, who's now married with child. She's... Her kids or granted, her kids might might choose a different path because they have the money to change the avenue, right? Understand, but, understand. But so, like what you're saying, if Cardi B wasn't famous or she didn't have money, yeah, her kids might turn out to either be. Yeah, but I'm not even worried about her kid. Let's talk about your kid, right? So, like, look at it this way, right? Why is it okay for black men, black women, to make Degenerate music just because it sells. Why do we consistently defend degenerate behavior in black culture? When you look at Caucasian culture, Hispanic culture, I'm not going to say that they don't have degenerate culture, degenerates in their culture. I'm not going to say they don't, but they don't elevate it in their music, in their art, in, you know what I'm saying, in their cultures and traditions. If you look at black people, you go from black Americans, you go from Caribbean blacks, you go to black Africans, you go to uh, UK blacks or European blacks, all their music highlights hypersexualization of the woman and and, and, um, and overly violent vi- uh, violence, I guess, of the man, all of it. Mm. All of it. Look, look at look at soca music. It's all grinding and talking about the poom poom and all that shit. It's just like, when do we as black people say just sit back and reflect? Like, yo, what we're doing isn't anything positive for the next generation. I'm not telling you to make fucking uh, uh, Christian music. What's that rapper's name? That that's that Christian rapper. I'm not telling you to go that way. 
know what I'm saying? I'm not telling you to go that way, but what I'm saying is you can make dope music without talking about your pussy. You could make dope music and talking about killing 50 niggas in one song. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. You know, those those, sex, those are basically sales, man. And and that's that's the fastest it, way to, uh, You're right. It does sell, but it only sells for us. Look at it this way. When when white women try to sell sex through music, you get your Miley Cyrus's, you get your what's the other white bitch? What's her name? The one that Kanye jumped up there and, and interrupted her speech. Um I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the, the blonde-headed bitch, the skinny bitch, no ass, no titties. Um, <laughs> uh, what about, um, you know, you 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 got your Celine Dion's. You know what I mean? Yeah, Madonna sex sells Madonna, right? But when you look at the overall Jessica Simpson, her version of sex sells is not the same version. Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. It's not the same version of Sex Cells. I think uh, when it comes to Meg The Stallion, The City Girls, Lil' Kim, Foxy Brown, you know what I'm saying, Trina. That sex is damn near softcore porn prostitution. I think I think before we fix the music, we had to fix uh, how people are viewed in, in society art you know imitates life art imitates life so if black life is filled with degenerates if niggas and hood rats are the face of black culture as long as they are this type of music that we're going to receive this type right. of music is going to be fed to our children and this is what I mean, we're going to have to come at home women are valued by their looks women and are valued are by their looks and men are valued by how many women they have around them, their their status, their their money. So right. that's what the music is reflect reflecting. You're, you're reflecting a dominant um a dominant male, right? An, an alpha male, right? Which is someone who's strong. I killed 10 niggas in the club, right? I'm strong. I, I'm 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 people fear me. That's a dominant nigga to us, right? That's a dominant dude. That's 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 a dominant male figure in the black community, right? And then you have a woman who's who's desirable, sexy. So you're going to create music because both of that sells. Like who, who wants to look at an ugly woman that's talking about um, who's singing? I mean, no one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, you could, but you have to be attracted to it. For, for a man to buy an album from a non-attractive woman, that doesn't make any sense. Does so, it make sense? I'm going to keep it a buck. And I mean, for a woman not to, to want to be like them, that doesn't make any sense. Angie Stone. <laughs> Angie Stone. Who's that? Because you're my black brother. Remember that song? Yeah, but I'm talking about today. <laughs> but, it, okay, you're talking about today. This, um, what's her album sales? Did she do really well? Or yo, what? my nigga. She made, some good, she made some good hits. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. But I want to say, I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna confirm it right now before I say it. So I want to confirm that Angie Stone has a baby with D'Angelo. Oh no, you don't have to look up Angie Stone. You know what I mean? I'll look up for you. <laughs> Damn, yo, fix your camera, bro. <laughs> so 
Angie Stone was in a relationship with D'Angelo, right? She had a unique voice, though. Right, but see, the, the the I guess the point that I'm trying to make is that Angie Stone is not conventionally attractive. Yeah. Conventionally attractive. Neither is D'Angelo, right? right? If we're gonna go that route, but. Apparently, Idris Elba was trying to get with her, and she rejected that nigga. Right? So it's not necessarily about the looks. Right? Because Angie Stone probably is one bad motherfucker elsewhere. But the thing is, sex always is going to sell, but it doesn't have to sell in the way that they're trying to sell it now. Right, like I think me and you had a conversation on, was it Christmas Day, or was it uh, sometime right before New Year? Yeah, when we found out our sister was pregnant, me and you had a conversation talking about um, how we find women sexy with clothes on. Modest women are fucking attractive to yeah. us. Well, not attractive. Attract. We are attractive to them. Yeah. Attracted to them. Modest women. So it's just like, I feel like <laughs> I, black I got a men, story for that. I feel like black women have black men have gotten to the point now where we are so disgusted by certain aspects of black culture that we are now demanding certain things to take place in the black community. And I, for one want other black men who are who are yet to mature in the terms of uh uh respectability when it comes to uh themselves and black women to understand that the modest black woman is is one of the most wholesome beings you could be around she is wifey material yeah period what you you said you got a story yeah it's the discovery for me uh you know i mean it's it's the mystery for me um, I, 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 you know, I'll go to somewhere where the woman would take the clothes off. So say you go to a strip club and you, and they wear in this lingerie or they're wearing some type of mysterious, mysterious garment that you can see the, the curves from when they're wearing whatever they're wearing. And then, you know, they dance for you. Then they take their clothes off and you're like, you're instantly like, all right, I'm done. You know what I'm saying? You're like, I'm done. I, I got the mystery is not a mystery anymore. You know what I'm saying? And I, 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 I pretty much mark that up to that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you, you want a mysterious woman, you know, uh, men, you can call us dogs, but we want to search for the bone. That's, that's, that's the, that's the fun. You know what I'm saying? And then when you just get the bone, you know, we no longer interested because we, we, we already realized that we experienced it already. Right. We're done. We already had sex for you in our brains. It's over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't need to know anymore. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's the story. <laughs> that's the reality. I, I'd rather see women dance and gyrate or whatever with clothes on. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I, wanna I like envi- the thing. I want to envision. <laughs> yeah, I want to envision. But it's, there's two visions that I want to do with, with you, right? I want to envision what you possibly could look naked. Right, right, right. And then I want to envision how I'm going to present you to my mom. Right. Right. My mother would not tolerate a whore. 
or at least a woman that she perceives as a whore. Yeah. Shit, I wouldn't tolerate it. I wouldn't tolerate a, a, a nigga who comes to my house to talk to me about taking my daughter out to the movies with his pants hanging off his ass. I wouldn't, shit. I wouldn't, in 2021, so my daughter is three, so let's say about 2037, I wouldn't tolerate a nigga coming to my house with a fucking man bag trying to try to take my daughter out on a date. <laughs> That's not masculine, homie. I don't give a fuck how much money you got. It's not. What, what if the time changed? What if that's I don't give a fuck if the time changed? I'm from the old school. We don't play that shit. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to be looking like how we look today. Like what we think is cool. They're not. not how these, yeah, they're not. You know, you know what's funny? That's 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 right. You're right. You know what's funny? I was talking to my boss and my coworker, and uh, my boss, he's older than us. He's like 59. And uh, he was like, men need to go back to wearing suits all the time. Right. And then my coworker was like, well, we can't because suits have become so expensive that they are out of reach for impoverished black folk. And so if they were reachable, we would have always, we would have continued to wear them. We wouldn't have switched to the rinky dink low quality clothes that we wear now. Hmm. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Sean John, um, fucking what else? Uh, 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 Fubu, uh, think of some other, uh, uh, but you, you didn't know, even need to get a other clothing line. But the, the point I'm trying to make is right. those clothes were expensive at their height but they were still low quality clothes. The material was low quality. Black people only found their high quality because of who made it. So we decided to stop wearing suits because we couldn't afford them to start wearing shit like Jordans and, 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 and uh, was it Evizel jeans? I don't know, all, all that old shit that we used to wear them, Pelly Pellies, all, all that shit. We used to wear all this, this, this shit these uh, uh the the true religion jeans like those jeans were like a hundred dollars a pair of jeans you know what I'm saying, but the material was low quality, but because of who was the celebrity that was behind it, black people ran to it, yeah. Lab culture, in a nutshell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, a lot of people went to Everest College because uh, Lil Romeo was the was the face of it. I mean, I what is it IDC. I, I, I <laughs> that's not funny. Romeo gonna Romeo gonna run up on this nigga phase, yo. It's, but it's funny that you brought him up. Hey, it's he got a check. Where you got roll up on me? <laughs> he hey, got a check. Look, that 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 nigga. <laughs> and he never even went to the school. Exactly, that nigga so, took this cool. serious. <laughs> but speaking of little Romeo, you know, I don't know if you heard that, but Master P and Baron Davis are looking to acquire Reebok. Um, now, with the acquisition of Reebok, their plan is to have Allen Iverson as the celebrity face of their first sneaker. Trying to bring back, I think, the, what do they call them? The Iverson threes, whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. Write it down in the comment section. If you know the shoe that Iverson came out with, I'm sure Dwayne's going to be the first nigga to do it because Dwayne knows everything that I forget about. <laughs> so <laughs> he's going to help us out with that. But yeah, so they was talking about two point. 
six two point no 2.4 billion dollars to acquire like cancer you said what i said the Wayne sounds like a cancer oh i don't know if he's a cancer but two four, 2.4 billion dollars to acquire reebok and uh they're saying that they want to make they said these companies have been benefiting off of us this could be history for this company going black owned now after all i just said prior to this if they acquire Reebok, and I'm talking about acquiring, meaning they are the owners, not majority owner, not partial owner. I'm talking about they own this fucking company, which means it, which is probably not going to happen because it's two point four billion dollars. And I know two of them together ain't got that shit. So they're going to have to bring some other people in here. But if it is 100 percent black owned, Even if it's 80 percent black owned. Your boy concept will be running around here, so motherfucker Reeboks, nigga. I'm dead ass. Bro, bro, they they brought the Iversons back. I would have to buy buy some. Well, they can't look just, like just off of the Iversons because those Iversons oh, no, 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 no. outdated and no. ugly as fuck. Ugly as fuck. But yeah, I'll fuck with that. That that's actually a good. That's a that's actually a good acquisition. Uh, if if uh Master P took over that, that's a good look. A uh, Reebok? Oh mm-hmm. man, that's a nice rebrand right there. Right. Oh, that's the and Baron. Da- what, what? Baron Davis is everywhere, man. <laughs> oh, that nigga's hilarious, man. Oh, you you fuck with Baron Davis? He just everywhere. I, I see him everywhere now. If if I think if I'm thinking about the same dude. Yeah. Well. Oh no no no! Never mind. It's somebody else. You're thinking of who then? I'm thinking of that that boxer that uh that likes to get on everything that got knocked the fuck out mm-hmm. by Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? He got knocked the fuck out. He got knocked out by Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. I don't know who you're talking about. Some black dude. He was talking a lot of shit. Um, he got knocked out. Um, yeah, I think that that would be a great rebrand for uh, Reeboks. Yeah, no, that, that yeah, that definitely be a good look. And like I said, I'll be I'll be copping that, man. I'll be copping that. Definitely. But uh, anyways, did you hear about uh? Well, fuck it. You didn't. You probably didn't hear about this, but I'll say this. When you're at a cookout, fish fry, barbecue, depending on where you at, where you from. Well, not fish fry, but cookout and barbecue. Have you ever, or even when you're at the club, even if you're at the bar or a lounge, have you ever heard somebody either request or even in your car tell you to pass the ox? I want to play some Eminem. No. Eminem definitely aged pretty bad. Could, could you consider him a legend now? I mean, he's always going to be a legend because he's the first white man to actually, you know, did good. But I, I can do without. I can, I can, I can do without. That's I mean, what Snoop said. Snoop said the I same fuck with thing. Eight Mile. I fuck with. I actually Eight Mile can stay. You know eight what I'm Mile saying? can stay, and that one, and stay. that song, that song, and cleaning out my closet, they both can stay. But the cleaning out my closet is not in the my playlist. Arms are sweaty knees weak. No, no, no. I, my, my palms are sweaty. sweaty. Knees weak. Yeah, arms are I heavy. Vomit on my sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. Like that shit can stay. But on the surface, he look calm and ready to yes. drop bombs. But he keeps on forgetting what he's doing. The whole crowd goes so loud. He opens his mouth, but the words won't come out. Now that shit is when M was that nigga. He focused. But (laughs) the rest of that nigga's music 
fuck it. And even that, what we were just reciting, does not get played. It don't. I'll revisit it on YouTube. I wouldn't even think of and, and go that. watch go watch the eight mile battle. I'll watch the movie and watch the movie. But that's yeah, about it. Man. The, yeah. <laughs> so so M got mad because Snoop was basically saying Snoop uh, was saying like you know if it wasn't for Dre, basically M wouldn't be shit. Fact. It wasn't for the Bronx. And, and, and this rap <laughs> shit probably never would be going, going on. on. So tell me where you from, uptown baby, <laughs> uptown baby. Yeah, nigga. So anyways. But... <laughs> uh, He's it, that's that's facts, you know. Dre and even M even admitted he said, Yeah, he's right. If it wasn't for Dre, he wouldn't have never created the best version of Eminem that you saw, right? Well, that's so, a fact. So, that's a fact. But yeah, but also Dre created a lot of these other niggas too. Right. Let's not lie. Yeah. Well, so what you so which which is ironic, Snoop and M are both Dre's protégés, right? Mm-hmm. Dre took Snoop's career to a whole nother level um, when he was with Death Row. If it wasn't for Dre's production and and teaching Snoop how to rap verse, hook, verse. Because Snoop was one of them rappers who just rap, 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 rap and didn't have no pause, right? Teaching him about the 16 and all that. Snoop wouldn't be the nigga that we know today. That's a fact. Same with M. But but then Snoop was like, you know what I could do without another Eminem album. <laughs> so M got mad. He was saying, you know, all the other shit he was saying, you know, it, it didn't bother me. But then he got disrespectful. That's what Eminem said. Then he got disrespectful. So apparently Eminem decided to come out with a track or well, several tracks. But this particular track, Zeus. He uh decided he was gonna diss a few people and he and he dissed Snoop. He took some shots at Snoop. And it was a week, like like Eminem shit's week. He was like uh he was talking about he said, I used to see you as a god, but then I realized that I was just spelling dog backwards. Exactly. That's that's a that's that's how quiet I was when he said that. Yes, dog D O double G. Backwards spells God. Okay. But it's whack. Like the bars is whack, nigga. They're whack. That's not even how you spell God. I mean Well, with the two G's, you just make a one. Yeah, G. two G's. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh. Yeah, it's whack. So, anyways, Snoop comes back and he says, <laughs> under the post, he says, Pray I don't answer that soft ass shit. <laughs> that was some soft shit. Facts, man. Facts. And, and I'm I'm looking, I'm thinking back. I, I mean, Snoop Dogg got, has a lot of hits, and some stuff is un, still in rotation. I mean, right. e, e, even like the the recent shit, like if well, Snoop drops something today, everybody's at least tuning in. Sexual, uh, so you know, Sed- seduction. seduction. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not too old, but it's like you know, it's recently old. You know what I mean? But I, I'll pick that. I'll listen to that. You know what I mean? And, and a lot of Snoop Dogg other stuff. I'll so I got, to. so I got two questions how big of an impact do you think Eminem has on the hip hop culture? And then how do you feel about Eminem's German shepherds is what I'm going to call them. Royce the five, nine, the whole detail crew, you know, rest in peace, minus proof. And then 50 cent. How do you feel about how those niggas jump on ball board to protect Eminem when people criticize him? 
I I think Eminem is important. Um, I think as to far who? as a, a lyricist, mm. um, you know, what I'm saying just to, to step this shit up. Uh, he he was combining shit. He had a lot of metaphors and, and similes. You know, uh, and you, you don't really hear that a lot. Like you you can pit him up next to a lot of top lyricists, and he definitely changed the game a little bit. I, I would not say he he did it. What the fuck? And and he's an important. What what's wrong? I get on Twitter and I, and you know I'm I'm about to respond to what you're saying. And it's funny we talking about Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre in ICU. What? It says Dr. Dre suffered a brain aneurysm and is currently in the ICU. He is reportedly lucid and stable, but remains hospitalized as doctors conduct tests. To determine the cause of the aneurysm. What the fuck? Dang, twenty twenty one really starting like yo twenty twenty one yo. I saw I saw somebody say that shit the other day. They was like twenty twenty one already starting on some bullshit. But you know, the fact that people thought that twenty twenty one was gonna be a big difference from twenty twenty is crazy. Yeah, at least starting off is crazy. Yeah, wishful thinking. But yo, I hope I hope you pulled through, Dre. We, you yeah, gotta yeah. pull through that that brother going through a divorce too and yeah uh the west coast don't even need that type of energy hip-hop don't even need it you know we lost nipsey what two years ago two three years ago was it two three years ago that we lost kobe last year yeah and 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 we need dre we we don't need to lose dre you know what i mean so we need we, we need dre to pull through you know just i just i just you know i just uh i just wish him good health man good health this is crazy. That's uh that's all everybody talking about right now. It's it's just Dre. Ice Cube, send your love and prayers to the homie Dr. Dre. Wow. Damn. Yeah, that, that's crazy. That's but. crazy. So so to end this podcast off on a positive note, <laughs> um, since this this just popped up, I would like to share a story with you but before i share the story with you all um i have a video it's only 50 seconds long you know what i mean and um i want to have a discussion on how great this is but also i want everybody to pay attention how other people outside of our culture out outside of our race operates when they believe something bad has happened to them okay so let's, oh, damn, I did that shit again. So let's do this. Uh, so look at his face. Thing to say about the verdict, we're just glad justice was served. There was no question that White, then 20, had fatally stabbed 37-year-old Sean Skellinger after a brief but quickly escalating argument at the scene of a minor traffic dispute near Rittenhouse Square in July 2018. But the defense claimed, and cell phone video seemed to support, that Skellinger was the first to attack the knife-wielding White. White's mother, Juanita, told reporters the jury's decision left her thankful and happy. I have to say is what a mighty guy we serve. Were you surprised at all by this verdict? No comment. Wouldn't that be nice to have a fair trial? 
One for Michael White and one for Sean Skellinger, but we didn't. Larry, obstruction of justice is a federal crime. He's a bad man. He's a criminal and he's a crook. And he deserves to be in prison. This ain't justice. This city is not safer. It is more dangerous as a result of him. So, let me close this out, y'all. So, did you pay attention? Wait, the, the, the roles, the white kid got stabbed or the black so, kid? So, yes, the white, the white guy attacked the black guy. And in results of, of him attacking him, the, the black guy was found instead of, he was originally, the black guy was originally charged with manslaughter. And then the jury found out and, and, um, said that it was, he was fighting in self-defense. So the black guy stabbed the shit <laughs> out of this white dude. And of course he died. Um, so he was released on self-defense. And you see how the white family is upset. Now, should they be upset? Of course, you're gonna believe that your baby or your, your son, your brother is the one that's in the right. He, you're gonna claim that he's the victim. But what ha what tends to happen with us when you look at George Floyd, uh, Bokum, what was his name? Bokum John, uh, Breonna Taylor, um, so many other, Maude Aubrey. I'm just talking about 2020. When we get on camera and these police officers get off, you know, get off with, with, with self-defense or whatever, we tend to get on camera and say, well, you know, I, I forgive my my son's or my daughter's killer. I forgive him because that's the Christian way to do it. Man, these white people ain't playing that shit. They're like, nigga, justice was not served. The city ain't safe. This ain't a fair trial. Like the whole nine. But that's how we need to be. Fuck it. You don't, you that's, don't that's sit up there and thing. you said what? That's a cultural thing. We, we believe justice uh, lives beyond life instead of, you know, <laughs> they do. on earth. I don't. That's that's that sucker <laughs> black folks shit. You can't pay me enough money that's, that's to go up and say somebody who just killed my child, uh, well, I forgive to... them. Fuck out of here. Jesus Christ this. himself can't make me forgive some motherfucker who killed my own child. Jesus wouldn't even forgive him. Fuck out of here. What y'all talking about? He wouldn't. The fuck? If somebody killed Mary right now, you think it'd be, if somebody killed Mary, Jesus wouldn't be like, yo, because my father said that I have to forgive, I forgive you. Those white people said the N word about twenty times that day. Yes, they went it's home and more. said, "You these fuckers." Okay. They think they could. They could. They taking over the TVs. They taking over everything. Now they winning court cases against us. What the fuck is going on? Donald Trump is coming out of the Black <laughs> out of the White House. <laughs> more like black manslaughter. Right. <laughs> exactly, yo. So, with that, oh, now, check on, on. <laughs> now check this story out. Now check this story out. So, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> now nah, I'm not Jazzy Faze, but uh, <laughs> so right here, uh, Rankin County, Mississippi. The person that you see right here is a young uh, gentleman by the name of Deshaun Douglas. He was released on bond, $75,000. So check this out, Faze. This is what happened with him. So apparently... Deshaun uh, was being verbally assaulted by a white male, an older white male. Uh, Deshaun, I want to believe, is the age... He's 18 years old. Well, he Desha was, he's 18? He's 18. 
Brother lived a hard life. That man looked about his late 20s. Well, he's, well, he's in shit. You don't look good in jail, nigga. You don't look good in jail. I'm just telling you that right now. So anyways, um, wow. he was verbally assaulted by a white man who then followed him home. Oh, wow. And then got physical, started physically assaulting him. So they're fighting. He's at home. Deshaun pulls out a pistol and shoots this nigga dead. So Mississippi has the stand your ground law, mm-hmm. right? And with the stand your ground law, he should have never went to jail. He should have never went to court with the stand your ground law. But he did. Why? Because he's in Mississippi. So at first he had no bond. Now he does because everybody and their mama started hearing about the story and started applying pressure to that small ass town. You understand what I'm saying? But um, they tried to get him on first degree murder for the death of Christopher Millen, who was 54 years old. Uh, But they then... Uh, the judge actually then said, you know what? Um, we're going to give you a bond, 75000 So currently, Deshaun is at home with his parents, which is a good look. It's always a good look when the judge gives you a bond because that means but that... he still has that on his record, right? That he killed someone? No, he hasn't been sentenced. They were holding him. Oh. They arrested him and they were holding him. So when you get arrested... Uh, you go to court the next day and then the judge tells you, you know, uh, you have a returning court date or if your 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 um, charge is so it's like a federal charge like his was, uh, they can pitch a bond up there or they can pitch no bond. And then you're just sitting in jail until it's time for you to come back to court. So he, he had to pay 10 percent of 75K. Which is seventy five hundred dollars. They had to get up the money to release him from bond. Um, currently right now it says Douglas appeared in court and was charged with first degree murder. This case will now appear before a grand jury at a later date. So he still has to come to court. But my point in bringing this up is this is a good look, man. It's a good look. Uh, black men out here, um, protecting themselves and not being fucking victims. I'd rather fight in court than, than, than have to be laying in a box six feet under the ground. So this is black excellence at its finest. Master P and Barry Davis trap about the, you know, they, they trying to get Reebok, you know what I mean? And we got two black men out here, one who got away and another one who got a chance of, 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 of being free as well, defending themselves. This is 2021, y'all. And it's the Earn Time More podcast. And black men out here making a motherfucking mm-hmm. statement, nigga. Let's go. Dang, man. Master P, man. This is what I'm scared of. The fact that Master P is trying to buy Reebok, maybe the white men don't care about Reebok, hopefully. But every time a black man tried to buy something that was a once owned by a white person. Oh, yeah, they get Bill Cosby uh, 20 yeah. years later. They get Bill Something's Cosby 20 years later. Something's going to come out. They, they find a way to put you in jail with no evidence. So <laughs> let's just pray. Yeah, man. Yo, they don't I'm care telling you. Yo, Master P... If fuck it, we're gonna do this. If Master P and Baron Davis acquire Reebok, the next no, no, we're gonna do a raffle. We're gonna do a raffle for, for all our subscribers so far. So far, we got 40. 
But who knows? By the time they they acquire, we might have a hundred. Gonna do a raffle, and we gonna we gonna do five people. Reebok apparel. Five people. Yes, sir. Of their choice of our picking. (laughs) You gotta be smart about it. (laughs) Of our picking. Fuck out of here. Right. Of our picking, it could be hoodies, it could be shoes. You know what I mean? It, it could be a whole Reebok fit. But we gonna we we gonna we gonna do a, a little giveaway. You know what I'm saying? So be that cool. being said, but it, but it has to be whenever they acquire it. Because... No, yeah, it definitely has to be an acquire. Even if even if they acquire it, but everything doesn't transfer transfer over until like a year later, then we gonna wait yeah. a year later, nigga, because yeah, I'm not yeah, giving these motherfuckers sure. my exactly. money, dude. Exactly. No, 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 no. But yeah, man. Shout out, again, shout out, shout out to the Black Manosphere. Shout out to my nigga Kevin Samuels, you know what I mean? Shout out to all the homies who who, who fuck with the uh, podcast and who be uh hitting that like button every episode. Uh-huh. Boom, you gotta smash that shit, nigga. You gotta fucking punch the shit out of that motherfucking like button. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, shout out to all the niggas who be in the comment section. Shout out to all the niggas who be sharing. Shout out to our female subscribers. We love y'all too. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, you know what I'm saying? So y'all keep hitting that like button. Keep sharing this shit. It's the only way that we gonna grow. And it's free. It's free of charge. You ain't gotta pay us nothing. You know what I mean? We ain't getting paid to do this every week. You know what I'm saying? So the least y'all could do is keep hitting that subscribe, that 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 uh that like button and sharing our content. We got forty subscribers. To be quite frank, I believe that every episode at a minimum should have twenty likes. But I'll take the amount that we get right now. So uh, right. this is the Earn Time Off podcast. This is episode thirty-two, and this is it's your boy Concept. I'm back in this motherfucker once again. This is the, and your this boy Faze Styles. Styles, and we concluding this podcast. Um, sure. y'all can follow me on all social media accounts, ranging from TikTok all the way to motherfucking Twitter and Instagram at It's Your Boy Concept. And y'all can go ahead and follow my family and watch my vlog series on It's Your Boy TV. Yes, sir. And uh, you can follow me at J Boogie Styles on in, on Instagram and on Twitter. Only got two, con underscore damn. Damn, 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 damn. Damn it, man. Damn it, man. But yeah, man. So you can follow the Earn Time Off podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, you can follow us on YouTube at the Earn Time Off podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the ETO podcast. And those of y'all who are on Twitter, um, when you follow us, Go ahead and share our shit too. Fuck it. You know what I mean? We're trying to get a couple of more followers on on uh Twitter. But uh other than that, yo, we're gonna have to holler at y'all on the next one. Peace. So peace. <laughs>